It's Sunday, January 7th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The FAA ordered a temporary grounding and immediate inspections of dozens of Boeing 737 MAX jets after one of the planes made an emergency landing when a section of the aircraft ripped away in midair. Passengers and flight attendants described a harrowing incident during an Alaska flight on a 737 MAX 9 jet Friday night that left a gaping hole at 16,000 feet in the sky. Alaska and United, two of the biggest users of the jets, canceled dozens of flights each on Saturday but said inspections were underway and had already been completed for some of their planes. The FAA said its directive would affect about 171 of the MAX 9 jets, which is a bigger variant of the MAX 8 that was involved in two fatal accidents. Boeing, which had been dogged by quality issues, said that it agrees with the FAA's decision and that it has a technical team aiding the NTSB's investigation. In other news, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin spent time in an intensive care unit after entering a military hospital on New Year's Day, according to U.S. officials, pointing to a more serious medical condition than what the Pentagon previously disclosed. The Pentagon chief remains at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center but has now resumed his full duties, the Pentagon said Saturday. The Pentagon acknowledged for the first time Friday that Austin had been hospitalized since January 1st for complications following what it described only as an elective medical procedure. The reluctance to discuss Austin's condition raises questions about the Pentagon chief's responsibility to notify Congress and the American public about his health. In addition to being in charge of the largest military in the world, the defense secretary is the sixth person in line of presidential succession. Around the world, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke with Turkish leaders at the start of a diplomatic tour aimed at avoiding a broader war in the Middle East and rallying Arab support for Gaza's post-conflict governance. At a press briefing in Crete on Saturday, he said, We have an intense focus on keeping this conflict from spreading. It's very important that Israel have security in the north, Blinken added. Blinken said both Israel and Lebanon have an interest in avoiding escalation. Blinken met Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan in Istanbul for more than an hour on Saturday after speaking with Foreign Minister Hakan Fidan. The secretary also said the U.S. would continue to focus on getting the hostages out of Gaza and expressed concern over the humanitarian situation there. Meanwhile, North Korea conducted a new round of artillery drills near the disputed sea boundary with South Korea on Saturday, officials in Seoul said, a day after the North's similar exercises prompted South Korea to respond with its own firing drills in the same area. The North's back-to-back firing exercises come after North Korean leader Kim Jong-un repeatedly called for stronger war readiness to cope with what he called deepening confrontation led by the U.S. Experts say North Korea is likely to continue its provocative run of weapons tests to boost its leverage in potential future negotiations with Washington as the U.S. heads into November elections. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said in a statement The North fired more than 60 rounds near the western sea boundary on Saturday afternoon. And back in the U.S., President Biden will give his annual State of the Union address on March 7th. 
In a letter sent to the White House on Saturday, House Speaker Mike Johnson extended the formal invitation for Biden to speak to a joint session of Congress. On the social media platform X, Mr. Biden accepted the invitation. Looking forward to it, Mr. Speaker, the president said. This will be the first State of the Union for Johnson as Speaker, who traditionally sits behind the president and to his left during the address to Congress. This year's speech will offer an opportunity for President Biden to detail his broader vision and policy priorities as he campaigns for re-election in November. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.